Welcome to the Plant Witch Podcast, where we enter together into the web of life in all of its many seen and unseen dimensions. I'm Erin Schrader, owner of the Rebel Herbalist, and it is my honor to hold this portal to the other world. Let's enter, shall we? Welcome to the Plant Witch Podcast. This week, I had some other content planned for us, but as is so often the case, life itself has called for a more important topic this week. So this week, I want to talk about essence and what that means. It's a word that is so frequently used in the self-development circles Uh, in the consciousness community. So what is the essence of something? I was sort of getting at this last week when I was talking about plant magic and getting to know the plant slowly over a long period of time. We get closer to the essence and it starts to work on our essence. And so today I'm left in what I would call sort of a reduced place. You know, when you boil maple sap for a long time so that you can get syrup, or when you cook your sauce for a long time so it reduces down to like a thick and potent and flavorful brew. So today I am in a reduced place. I am cooked down so I can really taste my essence, the saltiness of it, all the terpenes and the volatile oils that make up me. And I got here to this place through um, hardship, through fire, through burning, through self-examination and questioning and obstacles. And that is the work of alchemy. And that is the work of consciousness, allowing the obstacles and the questioning and the challenges to cook us down, to reduce us to what is essential. Then we know what we're made of. So I want to talk a little bit about why I do this, why I make a podcast, why I create courses, why I write a blog, why I make plant medicine, like what is the essence I'm working out of that I infuse into all of these things. And for me, it is this way of seeing the world that I deeply desire for other people to experience as well. So when I walk in the world, the real world, you know, the world of trees and stones and water and birds, it is so obvious to me that everything is leaning toward us that we are seen and recognized and known 
and interacted with by all of the beings around us in ways that we have not been taught to consciously register. Our pheromones are carried by the winds and the raccoon in his den detects them and knows something about us, maybe something we don't even know about ourselves. Our finely tuned biological senses pick up the scent of a wetland or the songs of birds who love water and some part of us knows there's probably water nearby but it's a part we've forgotten how to interact with and so there is this essential belonging that has been conditioned out of our awareness And it is that belonging that is at the essence of my work that I have been slowly, drip by drip, reclaiming for myself. And I now feel ready or willing to serve out in bowls to others this essential reclaiming this deep belonging. I remember when belonging took on a new meaning for me a few years ago when I was watching a documentary on wolves. And one of the aging female wolves was cast from the pack and became alone in the harsh landscape. It was winter, food was scarce. She was not able to hunt well in her condition and she succumbed to the forces of death. And as her body returned to the soil beneath her through the work of insects and fungi and bacteria, there was a bloom of fertility in that spot. There was a, a richness and a, a, a cache of nutrient deposit in that spot that was her gift back to the land by her body. And those extra verdant grasses that grew in the spring were good food for the bunnies and those bunnies well-nourished were good food for the wolves that remained in the pack. And so there was this understanding of belonging that was totally new to me, that even in her exile, she couldn't help but belong. That even when it looked to all perspectives that she was sent away. She was actually sent into a deeper belonging, a belonging that is unconditional and that we cannot break no matter what we do. And it is that kind of belonging that fuels this essence in me 
that we are not separate from life, that there is nothing that we can do that can fracture that web. We have made a lot of choices as humans that have made life harder for all of us, that have dirtied the water and thickened the air and made it impossible for certain species of animals to continue to live or certain species of plants to continue to live. But none of that takes us out of belonging. None of that takes us out of the web of life. Whatever we are putting out there into the world, we are putting in here into ourselves. There is no place called away. As Julia Butterfly Hill talks about, Julia lived in an old growth redwood named Luna for many, many days, maybe a year or more to prevent her being cut down um, by loggers. Her story is a good one if you haven't heard it or read it or heard her talk about it. But she says she realized there's no such place as away. So when we throw something away, there's no place that it goes that is not here. The, the pesticides and the pollution and the, you know, anything we put into the ecosystem doesn't go anywhere, but back into us. It always ends up back in the groundwater somehow, back in the air somehow. So there's this radical belonging that is at the root of my work and at the root of, I think, reality, that there's no separation. And any separation that we experience is contrived and the work of the mind. The human mind is a incredibly creative and powerful tool that we have misused and that has become more of a master than a servant. Um, so I think this is why I spend so much time in my work uh, talking about othering, because that is the root of this illusion. When we other qualities in ourselves, then we manufacture separation. And from that place of separation, violence takes root. When we other another type of person, whether it's through their beliefs or their ethnicity or their socioeconomic status, then we are not connected to them anymore and the roots of violence can grow. When we other the landscape, it's just a river. Who cares if I dump my toxic waste into that river? That is violence and that toxicity comes back to us in every possible way. That the idea that that wolf matriarch could be othered by her pack is a purely human idea. It was impossible for her to be truly separated from that landscape or truly separated from her pack. That is, that is a human construct. And so, so much of our work as humans today is healing that primal wound that primal choice to believe that something can be other 
that something can be so foreign as to not matter. That something can be so different than us that it can justify violence against it. And that is absolutely a fabrication of the human mind. And so today I am boiled down to this essence, to this place of of knowing this truth that separation is truly impossible and it brings me to a well of grief because of all of the choices we have made as humans that come out of this illusion that come out of this fabrication and the ways we have violated life and consent, the ways we have violated fellow humans and the land, all because of a confused way of seeing. And so I know that today my work is to dip from this bowl of essence I have boiled down to and serve it into the world in ways that nourish the truth, which is that our belonging is complete and whole, that everything in life recognizes us and knows us more deeply than we can see ourselves, and that the trees and the chickweed and the purple dead nettle and the hairy bittergrass and the malva and the creek and the raccoon and the big slab of quartz they know our story they know what is true and they are more than willing to invite us back into belonging and to show us our true selves the self that exists in wholeness that exists beyond the illusion of being separate. And so I join in them. I join in their chorus, (laughs) inviting us back, inviting us back in, inviting us to remember the language of life of which we are a part, not a part as in different or separate, but a part of as in whole. So thank you for joining me again this week in my musings about the plants and life and the depth work of spirituality and what it means to become human. I have to believe it is possible for us to become human on this earth. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for joining me for the Plant Witch Podcast. I'm your host, Erin Schrader. I'm an herbalist, a mother, a holistic nurse, and a practitioner of the ancient ways. You can connect with me between episodes at therebelherbalist.com. 
or on Instagram and Facebook at The Rebel Herbalist. Thank you for joining me and it's time to come back to life.